Awesome, awesome. Hello and welcome to the Making Leader Moves podcast, the show that brings powerhouse Latinas together to discuss the challenges our comunidades are facing and the moves they make to prioritize joy in their lives. Spoiler, but also no surprise here, they usually find joy within the comunidades that they create for themselves. Hola, my name is Giovanna Rosales, your host here at Making Leader Moves. And I'm so excited to be here with you all today. Uh, why? Because on today's show, we are going to talk about how crucial y importante it is to hype up your comadres, aka your support community, con mi amiga especial, Ashley. Um, she's the author of the first Spanglish business launching toolkit, Hefi and Training. The book was a top seller on Amazon in several categories and has been endorsed by Eva Longoria, Beatriz Acevedo, Gabi Natalia, and featured on Telemundo, Me Too, Be Latina, The Authority Magazine, as well as so much more. Um, yeah, girl, get those names in. We love that for you. All the hype, all the hype. Um, she's also a bilingual keynote speaker, workshop presenter, content creator, and a business strategist for the new majority. She's most recently collaborated with teams at Google, Adidas, Montclair University's Women's Entrepreneurship Week, um, Parsons Entrepreneurship, uh, I'm sorry, Parsons Entrepreneurship Academy. We are Summa Wealth to present content around entrepreneurship, collaboration, creativity, as well as thought leadership. Girl, you need, I, I got to take a sip of water with all your credentials, for real, for real. <laughs> um, hola, amiga. I am so happy to have you here. Welcome to Making Leader Moves. Uh, so excited to have you on the show. I know I talked so much about you. I know I have hyped you up. But if there's anything that I have missed, please let us know. Um, and the question that I first have after you introduce yourself a little more to us is how did you end up becoming the author and impacting so many Latina lives? Was it your original path? Did you think that this is where your life would take you? Um, and is this what you pictured for yourself as a child? Thank you so much, Giovanna, for that wonderful introduction. I, I'm so happy to be here. I feel like this is long overdue. Uh, so thank you for having me and thank you all for listening. Um, I, I, mean, I think you hit the nail on the head with the introduction. Um, you know, there's no need for me to uh, recollect all of my milestones when you already did. But I will tell you that uh, I I think maybe deep down inside as a child, I knew that this was going to be my path. Um, mm -hmm. On the way there though, <laughs> on the way here rather, um, I don't think I knew what I was doing at all. Um, I, I am a pretty intuitive person, so I think I always know, you know, what's right. But, you know, we get confused sometimes. We get confused sometimes and we let society influence us a lot um, and, you know we get put in these boxes right and we feel like we're supposed to be doing things because our parents maybe think it's right for us or our friends are doing it or just the culture tells us to do it um but I I knew that I always liked to write and I knew that that 
always my favorite way to express myself. Um, when I would get mad at my mom, I would like write her little cartitas, like little letters. I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk to her because I was like low key like scared. Like, <laughs> but like Mexican moms, if you got one, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so I would like write her letters instead, and and um, and so like I knew that that was. That was what I wanted to do, but you know, you get all these people telling you that as a creative person, like as a writer, it's really hard to make a living, you know? Absolutely. And then of course I went from wanting to be a writer to being a songwriter, which was even worse, I think. Well, you know, on the on the um, scale of profitable creative career paths, music is definitely lower. Um, and, and not saying that you shouldn't pursue music because you should, if that's your path. Um, but you know, it's just listening to all the noise, right? That oh, you should really have a backup plan. Oh, you're in music, so what do you really? You know, um, it's even happened to me recently. Um, I was getting my makeup done somewhere, um, for a speaking engagement, and my makeup artist she's amazing and she promotes me all the time and she was like uh she introduced me to one of her other clients and i said oh i'm an author and she goes oh but you must not make any money from that <gasps> and i it felt so good to be like actually i'm getting my makeup done now to go speak at adidas for like a lot of money <laughs> Damn. Fish um, was served cold, ladies and gentlemen. And so I, I think that I always uh, envisioned myself as this like powerhouse person who hopefully inspires a lot of people. Um, when I was a child, I'm just not really sure I knew in what way that would happen. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. No. 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 That that total that totally resonates. Um. So you have your book, right? Hefine Training. Um, I was honored to be part of it. That was a great experience. And shout out to Vanessa Castillo as well as her partner for creating an amazing book tour for you um, on in real person. Um, and then I took over the virtual part. But right here at Neither Making, uh, Making Neither Moves, we talk a lot about comunidad and how important and how vital that is. And so I want to talk about that for you. Um, where, how important and how vital was it for your comadres to come out and show up during your book launch? I mean, it's not just the book launch either. I think the community built the book. The community built, my community built the idea for the book. And mm -hmm the content of the book is all community-based and and not even just the book actually like my whole business has been built from the people i consider my community every time i you know i launch a program like these masterminds that i just launched or the retreat and the things that we do on the retreats or you know the way that i serve one-on-one -on -one clients like i take feedback super super seriously um and so I implement a lot of that to build things out. And the book was really by request. It was the real idea came to me um, when I was building my nonprofit, which was also very community-based. But I 
um, really set out to do it when I started working with the Mujerista community, which we also worked on together. And oh, it was Mujerista. Yes, yes. But that platform really and connecting pe with people through there really showed me that Latinas needed a go-to resource when they were building their businesses. Because I would talk to people and they would say, oh, yeah, I read this, but I don't resonate with it. Oh, yeah, I read this blog or listen to this podcast, but I can't really connect to it. It's hard to because these people don't have anything in common with me. And so I set out to write this book and thankfully I got a book deal and was able to put it together. And there's a reason that I included, you know, stories from other Latinas and their perspectives in the book. And it's because it's not enough me to just have my perspective on business in there people need to see a diverse perspective of other members of the latina community doing the thing you know doing the things that they want to do because we know that representation is important so community for me really became important from even before the book launched right. it was like from idea phase to conception to you know, even like the pre-launch phase, the reason that my book has been successful is because I did not rely on the Amazon ads that my publisher was pushing out. It's because I relied on the community that we have. And that's starting from like the Latina bookstores that, I reached, that we reached out to do a virtual tour with and did virtual mm -hmm all the Latino uh, media outlets, like Be Latina, the Mujerista, Latina, like everyone who supported the book in that way. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, for the actual launch, for all of you to come out and, and support and help out and spread the word like that, it's really, it's really been a whole community project. I mean, it really has, um, which, which is so beautiful to see i think there's beyond magic in that there are no words for for witnessing all of that magic to happen for all that collaboration to happen for estamos aquí juntas we're here together this isn't a competition and i remember when your book launch was happening i mean you were talking to other folks and being like okay so what's your book idea what's your book idea i even got it yo what's your book idea and i was like wait Tranquila, like not even here yet. But that goes to show the power of amazing leadership, right? Like you knew that your book was community. Um, like you said, you put representation in there with other Latina fe uh, females. Not only was that representation, but that was also like great leadership, right? Because you shared your space. And it's very true with the Spanish saying that goes, donde come uno, donde come uno, comen dos. Like there's enough for us at the table. Um, and you made that very clear, not only with the book itself, but also when you were on tour, do like on your book tour, which, which is such an amazing leadership attribute. We love this for you um, and for ourselves. So how important is support in the community um, for yourself, not only professionally, but both personally? Well, I have to say, I am a person with not very many friends uh, <laughs> in my personal life. I and that has become even more apparent. Um, you know, once you 
kind of become a public figure um, and you have something that people want, uh, people take advantage. Um, and so for me, having like a true community, not just professionally, um, but personally, like real like friends will come through like no matter what has been super, super important, especially in this time of like tremendous growth and changes for me. Um, and for me, I just got very lucky that the people that were helping me professionally were also <laughs> my friends. <laughs> like I just got very, I am one of the lucky ones. I truly am because I know that that doesn't happen all the time. Um, right. So that is just a hundred percent a win for me. And I think for, for all of us. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I think there's, and that is hard, right? That is hard because I like, you're, you're an actual friend of mine. Like you, one of my ride or dies. Um, I've always, I always call you in a moment of panic and, but we also have very, uh, an also professional relationship and that's very hard to balance. And even it's very easier to get the lines blurry in that than balance it. So kudos to you to be able to find people that that you're like okay right now it's my friend cap and then right now it's my professional cap and we've had those before right like I remember I went to go visit you in Portland and you're like I am speaking to you as your coach right? <laughs> not, not your friend and right like lagrimas were coming like the water like I had all the waterworks um but it but it was because like you were coming from an amazing place and then like right afterwards you're like okay, I'm done speaking to you as your coach. Like now I'm speaking to you as your friend. <laughs> right? Um, I did say, I did say you could shit talk your coach to your friend. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I get it. I'd be like, shit talking me a little bit. Low key. I was like, no, but maybe like that was the tough love that I needed then. That was the professional advice I needed. And then you gave me the space to be like, girl, it's cool. Cry it out. We're here together. It's amazing. So being able to find that balance, it's priceless. It's priceless. And I'm also full of gratitude for being able to have you in my life that way and vice versa. So again, yay us. <laughs> I agree with that statement. And it is, it, the balance is hard. Um, and I wouldn't say that I'm an expert at it either. I think maybe no one is because, you know, the lines can get blurry sometimes, but for all of you entrepreneurs out there, if you're doing business with your friends, just please, please, please get everything in writing, uh, especially when you're working with your friends, because you never, never, ever want to be in the situation where you're like, oh, I, you, I thought you were doing this and you thought that I was doing this and it becomes like a whole a horror show of like who said what and when did we say this and money gets involved and you yeah know, you never want to be in that could ruin like an amazing once in a lifetime friendship ever um and i think full transparency you and i have signed like five five contracts together if i'm not mistaken at, at <laughs> <laughs> so no but but you're at, like i'm glad that you pointed that out because that is very true um it's not only about the switching of the caps but it's like let's just make shit legal because that's how it's going to come correct and that's how everyone will flourish and that's how everyone will thrive in this because now since it is in writing and we both have signed in blood almost um now we all know what we're responsible for what our deliverables are and how we can all flourish together. So 
-hmm. what a great, um, what a, what a great point to bring up. I also wanted to ask how mentally stimulating is it to be able to have support both professionally as well as personally? I mean, I think great um, inspiration and creativity comes from collaboration. Um, I, one of my favorite things I have done recently is hosted retreat. I hosted a retreat in Mexico with seven jefas. I brought them all to where my family is from in Mexico, in Morelia. Uh, shout out to all my jefas who came on the retreat. And um, it was a whole other community building kind of experience because we all arrived as strangers. I only really knew one of them um, in person and only two of them were, were my clients. So the rest were really new to me. And I was worried about if everyone was going to get along, if everyone was going to be able to work together um, in a professional setting. But there is just something um, that was built there because everyone came in with a collaboration mindset. No one came in with, oh, well, I'm going to try to get the most one-on-one -on -one time with Ashley and I'm going to only be here for myself. Like everyone was there, of course, to work on their own businesses, but everyone gave back as much as they took in during that retreat. And that was incredibly important in why it was so successful. Mm -hmm. And also why I interviewed everybody before I accepted them on the retreat. Um, yeah. And I, I think that, you know, people are scared to collaborate a lot of the time. They're like, oh, I don't want to talk about my ideas. Someone's going to take it. Someone's going to do this. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let me tell you something that I say in a lot of my talks that I do, that talk is cheap. Right. Like I'm so down to tell you about my next book idea because I'm not afraid that you're going to write an 80,000 word book before. <laughs> like, like, I'm really not. Talk is cheap. You know, it's hard to actually do the things. Yeah. And like, it's funny because I went to a conference and um, they had mentioned that, too. They're like, don't be scared to share your ideas. Um uh, nine out of 10 times people aren't going to do it. They're not going to take, they're, they're just, it's not, it's not their passion or it's not their focus. So don't I mean, worry about it. That and also no one's going to do it the exact same way that you're going to do it. Right. That's also part of like knowing who you are and what you have to bring to the table and how to leverage it. It's super important. Um, mm -hmm. But I think along with that, um, you know, collaboration can create opportunities for a lot of different things. Um, and it shouldn't be overlooked as a tool to, to growth. Mm -hmm. um, I also wanted to talk about, because I remember you had mentioned this to me when we were talking about your retreat, when we were recapping your retreat, you had said like, all of these women were amazing. They all collaborated with one another. They all showed up for one another, but they also gave me input. Right. And if you and like this is what makes you an amazing leader is that you were like, damn, <laughs> uh, clearly I'm doing my job because they are seeing things that I'm not seeing. And you write have pub publishing a book, right, like an actual author, first time ever making a, Sp a Spanglish business book, you creating this retreat for them, creating all these amazing experiences, but you being humble enough to receive not only receive, but intake all that information to 
better your next product or better your next service or better serve your community. Um, I think that was great. And, and like, if you just want to elaborate on that. Oh, yeah. I had two people on the retreat check me. <laughs> it was great. It was amazing. <laughs> it was a very humbling experience, but it's still something like their words are still something that I think about literally every day. So I had um, I, one of the exercises that I did, which is very, um, very accurate for this conversation. Um, is I had them break out into pairs and for 10 minutes uh, they were tasked with brainstorming partnership opportunities for the other person's business and then we swapped so like it was like if I were sitting here 10 minutes brainstorming for you and then you were here uh, brainstorming for me and so the first round that I did (laughs) I was you know giving my feedback and this this, and that and then we were going to call I did not expect that this person to come around and be like, okay, so I've been thinking for you that maybe you should try to do this with this person, this with this person, and why haven't you reached out to this person yet? Like, they know you, they're a big deal, blah, blah, blah. And I'm over here, like, shook. Like, I'm like, oh, uh, you're right. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're totally right. Like, why Why haven't I reached out to this person yet? I'm already taking notes, like, being completely schooled by my students. <laughs> and she, and I, like, you know, I got into, like, this really awkward sense of, like, not really knowing what to say back. And she was like, why are you Why being with this? I'm literally just repeating what you've taught us back to you. <laughs> I'm like, right. See, we all need our people to come in and check in on us at some point. <laughs> I love, but I love that for you, right? Because it's something like you say, you keep in your mind every day. So clearly it was very impactful. It was very important. And it's, kind of creating some type of footprint for your, like I said, like your next project for you to always be having this in the back of your head. So shout out to that person or those group of people, because I think you had mentioned it was too. So I'm shout out to them. (laughs) Shout out to Giselle of Latina and shout out to Lisa Marie of Bunch Eggs Weeds who are not afraid to be like, hey girl. (laughs) (laughs) We're here for it. We're here for it. Where do you think you would be right now if it wasn't for your comadres hyping you up, aka showing their love and their genuine support for you on this journey that you have gone through? Um, Because when I met you, right, we were both working at the Mujerista. Now you are an author. You did the retreat. We've helped on the book tour or I've helped on the book tour. You have a retreat coming up um, in a few weeks. And then you uh, you were already talking about doing your other big retreat out in Morelia. And then you're even talking about doing the second book. So if it wasn't for them showing up, hyping you up, supporting you throughout all of it, or even throughout different stages of it, because I know certain people have caught you at different times of your life journey. Where do you think you would be? I don't think I would have made it past mm-hmm. writing the book. Like, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe the book would have turned out no. a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it wouldn't have been 
amplified as much or the importance would have been amplified as much. Yeah, it would be completely different. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have the Ashley that we know and love today. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, what tools and resources can we use to make sure that we are on the right path of our entrepreneurial journey? Uh, if you can name the top three most crucial moves we should make now, as in today. As in today. Okay, number one, uh, shameless plug. Pick I was like, plug yourself, girl. There is no shame here. Pick up a copy of Hefan Training immediately. <laughs> and I I will tell you, if you're listening to this and you've already had been in business for a while, still pick it up. Um, because I will tell you that um, now that the book has been out for a year, people are starting to message me to say that they have gone through the exercises a few times. And that's the feedback that I got, um, even at my lunch party last year, that people with businesses of like 20 years are still finding the exercises helpful. It's a toolkit, right? So you can pick and choose the tools that you want to use in there and just leave it at that. Number two. Um, Kind of going along with that, um, make sure your foundation is set because especially when we're in a high growth phase of our business, uh, going back to those foundational elements to like assess where we're at and what's working and what's not working is super, super important because we have to remember that a $50,000 side hustle is not the same as a $250,000 business. So the way that we get there is going to be and don't be afraid to kind of change things up even if they've worked for you in the past mm -hmm. um and number three is don't let a lack of resources or representation or your limited background like that you feel like you might have stop you from pursuing entrepreneurship because i didn't have any of that um, I didn't. I didn't have resources. I didn't have a family member to give me fifteen thousand dollars to start a business. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a business degree. Like I didn't have any of that. And I am sitting here in front of you on this podcast now. The eighteen percent of women who have a six-figure business, and I am one of those people. Hey. I did not have any of that. So don't let that stop you. The only thing that you need to have is a good idea of what makes you different and how you can leverage that. Because at the end of the day, that's all I have. Mm. Very, very insightful. We love these tips. Um, for me, when you say make sure that you have like a grounding foundation, what, what would that entail? Like what are just some of the tidbits that that would entail? Um, well, the community is part of that. Uh, <laughs> the community is definitely part of that. You know, having a support system um, that you can call on for, you know, mentorship in the book. We talk about like your personal board of advisors. Uh, Paulette Pinero uh, talks about that in her section in the book, Ponte Las Pilas. So make sure you check it out. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, I think that's definitely a part, that's a part of the foundation, right? But it's also like having a mission and a vision 
and a cohesive brand and your financial plan and all of your legal things set in stone, um, all of the things that you might be able to find in the pre-launch checklist of, of the book. Uh -huh. um, that is what a foundation is and like how you operate, how you communicate with your customers, you know, all of that, all of that stuff is, is part of your foundation. Awesome. Love it. So here at Making Me That It Moves, we love to normalize being a human, which includes bumps on the road or hiccups, if you will. What is a time that you felt that you had a major, like a severe bump on the road, almost a almost a crash, right? Um, but you didn't let that stop you from focusing on your goal, no matter how how much hardship that situation or that experience was. Oh, um, well, I am the queen of many pivots over here. Okay. So I can definitely talk about the big one, which I think affected a lot of us, which was COVID. Um, mm -hmm. And at the time, I was still running my international nonprofit, uh, which was a live music nonprofit organization. So you can imagine what can happen when you're running a live music organization and live music is not a thing anymore. And you don't know when live music is going to come back. Oh, my goodness. And so all of these uh, songwriters who are counting on you um, in 16 international cities to create opportunities for them, you didn't have a way to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And that was also the same year. It was our highest growth year, 2019. And the first year that I had secured almost $100,000 in sponsorships for the mm -hmm. following year. And literally overnight, they were gone. And so I really had to figure out our next move and I gave myself some time to think about it and we tested a lot of different things out and at the end of the day I had to realize that um, the universe was aligning itself so that I could realize my full potential through working with the Mujerista around that same time um, and getting my book deal shortly after um, and so I um I just kind of had to trust the journey a mm -hmm. little bit. Um, and that's kind of like where I'm saying, like, you have to know what you're good at and what you can bring to the table and what makes you different. And all of these, like, pivots and different skills that I've acquired along the way, that's, at the end of the day, why people hire me now to mm -hmm. help grow their businesses. Because me, some of the creative background and you know, coming from music and community marketing and biz dev, like I'm not going to give you the same perspective on how to grow your business than somebody that went to business school. I'm not. Sure. Uh -huh. um, and so it's really just trusting the process and the journey and, and knowing yourself and knowing how to use that to grow. How hard is it to quote unquote trust the process? Because it's so much easier said than done. And I know for, for me personally, I think that's where I'm not going to say most, but I know a, a good portion of where my anxiety came from was because I wasn't trusting the process because I was resisting because I was thinking that I should have been 
at location A and the universe is like, girl, you belong in D. Like, you need to chill out. And but but by trusting the process, I mean there's been just so much rejection that has came through that, right? Um, like I had posted something on LinkedIn, like, yo, there was a two-month process. I could have sworn this contract was in the bag, like I was already hyping myself up, cheering my like celebrating, right? And then it was like, nah, this this isn't for you though. Um, and that crash is really hard, but you know, I had, I had you, I had Paulette and just being like, yo, like, just trust the, like, it's okay. It's okay. Trust the process. And like, obviously I was in tears, but that's so hard. That's so hard. Like, where do you get it in Bango? Like, where do you get the courage to just be like, all right, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just let go of the reins. I mean, I, I think that growing up, I put a lot of pressure on like, being able to control situations and that caused me a lot of stress as a teenager and Mm -hmm. you know as I got older I realized that I could only through therapy I'm pretty sure I could only control what I could control Mm -hmm. so now I try to no longer worry about what I cannot control and at mm. the end of the day, I show up and do my best and just do what I am doing. Like the rest is just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also, I have to say, I am way uh, more comfortable in, uh, with uncertainty than a lot of people. <laughs> it is true, though. <laughs> um, like I've always been, like, I'm the farthest thing from like a type A person that you'll meet, like think um and I've always been kind of like a wing it kind of person um and that's helped a lot um which is why most of the clients that I work with are type a um kind of like anxious people because um I make them feel uncomfortable but in like a really good way in order for them to see growth um so yeah, so, I don't yeah. have any super solid advice about that, <laughs> to be honest. But um, I will say that just just try it, like just, yeah. just try it about something like like completely like, like minor, minor. Mm-hmm. you know. Like, if you're anxious about like sending an email, just like, like send it, mm-hmm. and you'll see. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen is gonna happen. What's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen. I love I, I love that you brought that up because I we were talking backstage, um, you and I, and I had mentioned to you that I had gone to this networking event and I was very like not about that life. Um, I, I, I was telling Ashley, like, these are like corporate professionals, girl. <laughs> like, I have blue hair. I am going to stick out as soon as I arrive. Um, and sure enough, I did. And um you know, but, but I did, I was like, yo, I'm going to go, like, I have to go. And then she like prepped me up more and she was like, of course, like, you know, make sure to take your speaker page, blah, blah, blah. Ended up being like such a great opportunity. I met people that I'm like going to be their mentors. And now I've met people that are willing to be my champions and that are, that there might be speaking opportunities for me, like a lot sooner than later. And so just being a, and that was trusting the process, right? My process was like, I'm getting anxious. I have no one to go with. I don't know anyone. And I know all of these people aren't entrepreneurs. Like, what am I even doing there? Like, that was the question. Even as I was driving and like, I parked, I was like, what am I even doing here? 
it ended up being the best, the the best experience of all time because I I came and gave them una salsa or un sazon that that they probably didn't even know that they were missing, right? And it was the fact that because I'm not corporate, I can just be myself and I can just show up and be mm -hmm. authentic. And all of these great, amazing opportunities came through because I trusted the process. <laughs> I tried to fight it, right? I even got nauseous about it, but we went in <laughs> and we did the thing. <laughs> and you did the thing. There you go. And and I did the thing. Uh, yeah. So, um, Ashley, what communities do you find helpful to break the stigma um, about speaking our goals, our desires, our strategies, and passions when, within entrepreneurship, within the Latino or Latina community? Are there any communities that you find helpful that help break the stigma of not talking about it and, and amplifying your voice? I mean, I, I I am very excited uh, for the relaunch of the Mujerista community. Um, I'm not supposed to talk about it any further than what I just said, but <laughs> it is coming and it is coming soon. <laughs> uh, I am counting down the days. I don't know, but yes, I'm so excited. I'm here for oh, it. It is coming soon. Um, that's all I will tell you. Um, and so I'm very, very excited about that because I really do think that Mari has done a great job with the content and like, mm -hmm. the priorities. Um, and just, uh, I just caught up with her yesterday and like hearing about some of the ideas that she has for the future. Like, I think it's going to be a really, really wonderful. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Yay. The Mujerista. Um, I'm going to let the OG squad know then um, <laughs> to like look out at their emails. Be like, oh, I heard that there's something coming through. Like it's going to pop. It's going to start popping. Let's get it together. Mm -hmm. um, is there any other communities that you follow that are Latina, Latino based as well? Um, in terms of like community spaces, I mean, I really, I really like the way that I know Cadena Collective like sells products, but I really like the way that they address a lot of. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stories in our community. I think that they do that in a really tasteful way. Um, that's like pretty inspiring. Mm -hmm. um, and in terms of other people who address certain issues, um, there's a. Uh, leadership coach. Um, I mean, obviously, Paulette, I love her community, Unstoppable Latina. Like, I love everything that she shares. Um, yeah, I would say those are my tops. Love, love to hear it. Um, and shameless plug for, like, for them, I've been part of the Mujerista and Unstoppable Latina, and I cannot speak highlier of them than what I already do. So I'm excited to hear that the Mujerista is coming back. I may or may not be texting Muddy after this <laughs> after this episode to get the details. <laughs> um, Ashley, where do you find your communities to help support you, um, and both virtually as well as in person? Um, like where as in a platform? So you can either talk about like you know how how did you come to find the Mujerista or how did you find other like digital platforms and then as well as like how did you find the support team that you have that's that's live right because like I have 
a little support team here in Chicago, but the mm-hmm. majority of my support team is not here. Mm-hmm. It's not here. <laughs> um, and that's and that's my truth. Like that's my reality. So that's another reason why I'm starting to network a lot more because I like I obviously right. Like I love you all, but I want to hug sometimes. Like I want to. Really well, I'm in the same boat over here. <laughs> So it sounds like one of us has to move. Um, <laughs> it'll be me. I I totally am down to move to Portland. Um, <laughs> but no, like obviously, right? I like go travel to see you. I go to see travel our other friends. But that's why I'm trying to open up my community here because, like, I do want to strategize with people here. I do want that human connection. I don't want it all the time over the screen. Um, and I can't always. I don't have enough rewards points on my miles, y'all, to go visit you all the time. So, yeah. We're over here manifesting paid speaking engagements so we could go see each other. That's happening. There we go. Done it. In, in the same cities that we live in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I think where is just the power of the internet. Um, and it all kind of came together at a time where we were all quarantined and on the internet a lot more than a person should be so uh it just it was lucky in that time frame you know but there is so much opportunity to connect with people and people are so open about having virtual cafecitos with people now you know like don't don't miss out on those opportunities and if i have the time like i will i will do it like i love connecting with new people in that way um and so i yeah just don't don't sleep on that and don't be afraid to ask someone like hey like do you want to have a virtual cafecito with me because most people will do it and if they don't they probably really just don't have the time like last year i did not have this do any of that yeah yeah <laughs> so if you reached out to me last year please do it again <laughs> i do have a little bit more time now <laughs> Um, which I guess like this could be, this is a pop-up question is how important is it not only to have a comunidad, but to keep on networking, to keep on exposing yourself, right? Like you, like you're an author now, right? Like you, like you're up here, you're out, you're out here doing the damn thing. But even at your level, how important is it for you to show up to networking events, whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, um, and, and how do we, how, I guess, like, how do we hype ourselves up? Like me, right? Like yesterday, I was telling you, like, I went by myself. I was coming up with a thousand, I had a thousand excuses as to why not to walk in that door. And I did it and it, it came it came out great. But like, how vital is it to, ke- to keep your business going as an entrepreneur? I mean, it's just, it's a necessity. Like you're mm-hmm. always going to need to tap into other audiences or partnerships or you know, for for anything new, like that's where kind of that collaboration comes into play, right? Or even just like something that somebody else says might inspire you to do something, mm. right? Um, even if it's just as simple as that, right? Like, oh, well, Yovana said this in our conversation, so maybe I should think about doing this because she said it's a need, right? It might even inspire your next idea. Like, you don't know. <laughs> But we can't just live in our own heads all the time. Right. Like, we can't. We're going to get stuck eventually. Yeah. I mean, you can only give yourself the same advice over and over again, right? Like, you can only eat the turkey club sandwich so many times in a month. 
<laughs> and not have a hot plate of food. Um, and another thing that I kind of want to point out as to why networking is so important is because you never know the network that the person you're networking with has. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know who they know. You don't know who they have connects with. So even like if I'm out here like, hey, Ash, I love talking about community. I love, you know, speaking about in general about community and how it's so important. And you're like, oh, okay, I may not have anything, but you know what? I know the curator at XYZ, they're actually putting mm -hmm. a women's panel month together. Let me see if they're still looking for speakers or if they're looking for moderators. Mm -hmm. I may never know them, but you're able to do that connect for me. So like, that's another reason as to why. Because you yeah. indirectly become part of someone else's network. Mm -hmm. Which can be very, very valuable. Yeah, it can lead up to that cha-ching. <laughs> um, in every episode, we ask our guests to recommend a book for our leaders. Can you tell us um, a book that you would recommend? And obviously, feel free to talk more about If I'm Training. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I will recommend If I'm Training, but I, th I think the perfect, you've probably heard enough about that one by now. Um, but the, the perfect compliment, I think, is Natalie uh, Molino Nino's uh, Leapfrog. Um, if you haven't read Leapfrog yet, definitely do. I waited way too long to do it. Um, I think Kifun Training does a really good job at providing like actual tools and frameworks you can use to build your business. But Kifun Training doesn't actually cover enough on like the mindset that you need to have in certain situations. Um, more of like those softer skills, right? Um, and so Leapfrog definitely does a really good job at doing that. Um, and I, I think it's it's an amazing book. It's the only other that I would currently recommend. Um, so definitely go on with that. Who was the author again? I'm sorry, you had blurred out. Natalie Leigh. No, okay, perfect. I will, like, when we publish this, I'll write this in the comments as well. So we appreciate it. And you know what? That's actually a really good point. Um, and I, like, I had to work through this, and, I, and you saw that journey for me was – even though you and I had started working together, I just had so much stuff in my head that I had to like, I, I had to get out of that garbage. I had to repro I basically had to reprogram myself because I came from corporate for so long, right? Like 12 years plus. And so no, it, no matter the guidance, no matter the tools, no matter the resources, it all starts in here. It all starts in your mind. And so the <laughs> fact that you can say like, yo, this is a great book. It's a complimentary, like you need to get this together um, before you can even start. And I know that that's for real, for real what happened to me. Um, because now I feel like I'm like, I'm zooming. Like I know what's happening. Like it's just like, oh, okay, now, now all of these pieces of the puzzle make sense. Now all these resources make sense. Now all of these tools make sense. But it took... I mean, it took about what, two, two and a half years for me to get my mindset correct. And that's like, and that's a process and it's still an everyday process. But for me to get to that was, um, it was a lot. So I thank you so much for, for making that very clear and, and to normalize that too, because we don't realize how much our mind, like the energy that it takes up for you to not even be able to perform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, for sure. For sure. Love that. Okay, Ashley, we are coming up to our time, which is so sad for everyone, the listeners, <laughs> myself included. 
Um, thank you so much for your time and sharing your expertise and resources on the Making Leader Moves community. We really appreciate it and all you do for Latinas and their general entrepreneurial journey um, as well as their well-being. How can our leaders here keep up with you and follow up with you? Um, Instagram and LinkedIn at Ashley K. Stiana Fojeda are my most active platforms. Also, okay. I have my newsletter, La Hoja, that comes out at least once a month. Uh, that's going to be getting a revamp soon, so I'm very excited about that. So make sure you sign up for my newsletter. It, you can do that on my website. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> any, um, any projects that you want to talk about that are coming up soon um, that you're really stoked of? Uh, yeah, I, I can talk about them because I'm getting FOMO already. I mean, uh, I'm super excited. So I've got a course that's going to be coming out soon. Um, by the time this episode comes out, I imagine it will already be up for pre-sale, um, if not already on sale. So definitely make sure you go to all of my links to find out more about that. And it's all about pitching yourself for any and every opportunity. So it's going to talk about pitching to media, pitching for partnerships, uh, examples of pitch text, all that stuff. So definitely you definitely want to check that out. Um, I'm also going to be announcing to my V. IPs about my Mexico retreat for fall this year, uh, probably towards the end of February, early March. So that means for general public, if it doesn't sell out, probably mid-March um, is when I'll announce that. Um, and yeah, about future book stuff, like we'll just, we'll have to see. Can't really talk too much about that yet, but, but, but make sure you sign up for the newsletter. <laughs> uh, we'll be stalking you on IG as well, just to see <laughs> yeah. how, how you're writing and how your creativity yeah. is flowing and <laughs> what coffee shop you're visiting out in Portland next. Exactly. <laughs> Ashley, amiga, thank you again so much for sharing tu tiempo y tu knowledge con nosotras. I will see you in a few weeks for our workation. Manifesting that shit. So there we go. I'm calling it out in the universe. Yeah. Um, so I cannot wait to see you. For all of those who have joined, thank you so much for listening. I hope you were able to receive the gems of knowledge that were dropped here today um, on today's episode with Ashley. Don't forget to leave us a review, cinco estrellitas, por favor. Um, and join the online community, Making Neither Moves on Facebook as well as Instagram. If you do have any questions uh, about the podcast itself, please feel free to email us at makingneithermoves at gmail.com. Gracias once again, and I will catch you on the next episodio. Abrazos, besos, y cariño, familia. Bye. Bye.